Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead. And on this episode, let's talk about the power of colors in marketing and branding. Now, most employees say that most HR systems are not awesome. With my friends at Socrates, your people will get answers to 90% of their most important HR questions in seconds. That's what Socrates calls employee awesome. Why not check it out today at Socrates.ai. That's S-O-C-R-A-T-E-S dot A-I. And our friends at NetSuite want to remind you to turbocharge the power of the growth of your business. And to learn how to do that, check out netsuite.com slash different. And while you're there, you'll be able to set up a free one-hour growth review with an expert in your industry. Check out netsuite.com slash different and get yourself growing. Speaking of growing, I want to invite you to Hypergrowth, which is one of the world's fastest growing uh, modern business events. Uh, I'll be there in San Francisco, November 18th, 2019, doing a talk with my friend, the legendary Carrie Palin, the CMO of Splunk. And I'd love to see you there. Uh, go to hypergrowth.com and use promo code legendary at checkout for tickets uh, that'll only cost you 99 bucks. And I'm telling you, if you're like me, you've done dumber things with 100 bucks. go to hypergrowth.com and use the checkout promo code LEGENDARY. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockhead on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, so let's talk about colors in branding. Uh, and I have been, you know, over my career associated with more new brand launches or rebrands than I can count. Uh, and recently, I've been a part of several, um, uh, primarily in the technology space. And one of the companies I was working with, as they were looking at um, sort of what to do with their brand, and specifically this issue of color, did a really interesting thing. They took a look at technology B2B, B2B brands and what color they were. And they found out that approximately 70% of tech B2B brands are blue, um, and then when you dig into this a little further, uh, I found an article on entrepreneur.com based on research by an outfit called Vowels Advertising. Um, there'll be a click through to this in the show notes if you want. And according to them, they say that 33% of the world's top brands are blue. 29% are red. 28% are gray or black or black or gray, depending on your point of view or perspective. And uh, 13% are yellow or gold. Um, so really not a lot of variations here. Um, now, I, I wanted to understand, okay, I'm not necessarily a color guy, and God knows I'm not a designer, but I am a three-time former CMO. So when you look at colors, according to usability.gov, there are three primary colors, red, yellow, and blue, and three secondary colors, orange, green, and violet. And of course, there are zillions of variations. And there are names of colors that I don't even understand, like 
uh, I didn't know chartreuse was a color. Apparently, that's a mixed, uh, mixed up version of green and yellow. But no matter how you want to think about color, here's what we know. A lot of brands are blue. And if you, like me, believe that a big part of doing legendary marketing is standing out, being different, being unique, then for the most part, if you're going to be blue, you're not going to stand out. And frankly, if you're going to be red, you're probably not going to stand out. Um, now, my friend David Rendell, who, um, you know, he's an awesome guy, and he's got this book out called The Freak Factor, and he's really one of these folks who espouses kind of being yourself and kind of letting yourself go. He uh, has embraced pink, and sometimes he dresses in pink, and sometimes he dresses all in pink. Um, and it's his way of sending a very particular message to the world. And it's a way for him as a speaker, as a PhD, as a as an author to stand out because uh, there aren't very many of those folks who are bright pink and David stands out. Uh, for myself, um, maybe it's because of my punk rock roots, but my personal colors that I've always used are black and pink. And the reason I've used them is A, there's a visual deep contrast between black and pink. And B, frankly, there aren't a lot of dudes in business who are associated with black and pink. Now, if you think about brands, how many brands do you know that actually are strategic in their use of color? The answer to the question really is not many. And if you start to think about it, which colors uh, kind of are, are owned by a brand? Well, I'll give you a couple examples that jump to my mind. Um, John Deere. Um, more than pretty much any other brand, John Deere owns colors, green and yellow. And it's a very particular kind of green and yellow. And you see green and yellow together. And not only is it part of their brand, but it's part of their product. So product and brand are matched. That is to say, if you buy a tractor from John Deere, it's going to be green and yellow. And, and, and people love the brand. They'll buy baseball caps with that logo on it with those colors. Um, UPS is brown. Now, you may not like brown or whatever, but that's the color that they are. They even nicknamed themselves brown. For a while, they had campaigns running that said, what can brown do for you? And so they were anchoring to their differentiation. And when you see their sort of shade or hue or uh, uh, kind of type of brown, it is emblematic of UPS. They come to mind. Um, Max Temkin, the founder of Cards Against Humanity, when he was on my other podcast, Follow Your Different, uh, you can check out episode 60 of that if you like. He talked about how as a designer, he never got color. And so he decided he wasn't going to use it. And so Cards Against Humanity is a very distinctive black and white with a very distinctive font. And once you've seen it, uh, you recognize it as such. And then, um, you know, I kind of uh, was shitting a little bit on blue, and I think standard blue is probably a mistake for most companies. However, the legendary um, uh, uh, fashion and jewelry brand Tiffany has, has Tiffany blue, and that powder blue is so recognizable, it would be almost impossible for anyone else to use it. And in 1998, Tiffany and company actually trademarked that blue as Tiffany blue. Okay, so what's my point? Um, the first one is legendary companies and legendary brands stand out because they are different. And color 
is the second. So that's the first point. Stand out because they're different. Number two, color is an underexploited opportunity to stand out. And so I would ask you to think strategically about color. What color are you going to be? And if you are involved with a rebrand or a brand launch, uh, I would encourage you to take a look at all of the brands in your near space and adjacent categories and just kind of print them all out and look at them, put them up on the wall and look at what they look like. Um, this is what we did when we branded our podcast. We put together, you know, a, a wall of tiles, so to speak, of all of the tiles of different uh, podcasts to look at what might stand out and ask yourself, how are you going to use color as part of your brand, as part of your logo to stand out? And, and then the third question ultimately is, what color or colors are you going to own? And I just find it amazing with so many brands, 70% in B2B tech, or uh, 33% overall are blue um, and 29% are red. I think a lot of people don't think strategically about color. And if they did, you would have a competitive advantage. And um, that's what I would encourage you to do. All right. Uh, in completion, we would like to thank the good folks at OneLifeFullyLive.org. This is the nonprofit helping you dream, plan, and live your best life. Check out the number one, LifeFullyLived.org. My friends at the Marketing Journal, uh, this is some awesome marketing uh, content. Check out MarketingJournal.org. My friends at Splunk, they bring data to every question, decision, and action. We are living in the data age. Check out Splunk, S-P-L-U-N-K dot com slash D to E, as in data to everything. And the thought I'll leave you with comes from Joan Miro, who said, I try to apply colors like words that shape poems, like notes that shape music. That's it. Thank you so much. Stay legendary. And until we're together again, follow your different. Follow your different.